the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. What is up, everybody? Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. I am John Harris, football analyst and silent reporter for your Houston Texans, and I am joined right off the top, as always, by the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, as we jump into this show, you and I, we started doing shows in 2014. Right. And that was the first time that you and I started doing shows. I I don't know, Mark, that I can ever remember doing shows on a day quite like what we've seen throughout the United States today. I, I yeah. mean, it's it's been a, a a day unlike anything I've I've ever seen. And somebody just tweeted this, David Chilean. I don't know even who that is. He just said, just to review, Kenosha. Hurricane Laura, Fauci, which I'm not sure what the news is on Fauci. I haven't seen that. NBA, Republican National Convention Night 3, all taking place Oh my gosh! today. I mean, all of it. Now, Laura affects you know, the people in, in our region, which, you know, people up in Portland, Oregon, are, you know, thoughts and prayers are out to everybody in this location down in the Gulf area, but that's not something obviously directing them. Well, Mark, I can't remember a day, I can't remember shows that we've done that I'm I didn't know what was going to when Jake said Mike was hot. I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to say to start the show tonight <laughs> because it's yeah. been just an incredibly I don't want to say odd because I don't odd's not the right word, but just a day where you just feel like the balloon of stress just is is just almost out of this world and maybe maybe today was the day that balloon burst in some sense with all that's going on uh and the nba just finally said nope but you look we have been we have been we've been talking to talk and now we're going to walk the walk uh they've been talking and wearing messages on their jerseys um for social injustice and today the bucks finally said the team obviously closest to kenosha wisconsin just said we're not doing it we're not playing and Teams and leagues have sort of fallen uh, in place in some sense. And it's just, it's just an amazing, amazing point in our American history, Mark, that we have gotten to today. It's just, it's just flat-out incredible. It's, it, we use the word awesome now to describe something that is great and just in, you know so cool. But the true definition of awesome is it just is jaw-dropping. Like, you can't believe it. And this is kind of one of those days near the end of August of 2020. Uh, Johnny, it, I couldn't have said it better. It's, it's such a unique day. It's such a bizarre day. It's a powerful day. It's a day that – and I don't know where it goes from here. Look, I don't know how big this is going to get or if this is going to cause change today. Uh, we have seen, I mean, just watching NBA games and seeing Black Lives Matter on the court is something that I don't know if, if any of us could have expected that you know, last year or prior yeah. to what happened with George Floyd or whatever. Um, and, you know, my first, my gut reaction, you know, sometimes you do that gut reaction. I yeah. was uh, listening to Wade and Ron, and they broke the news to me about the Bucks. And I kind of jumped into the middle of uh, the initial breaking of the news, and I thought, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, and I caught on right away. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what happened. And they, were, they, they didn't know at that time whether the Rockets and Thunder game was going to follow suit, but it seemed logical that it would, and it would start a domino effect. And that's what Wade Smith called it. And I get the outrage. I mean, I get the outrage. I don't live the outrage you know i but i i get we we need to end racism we have to end racism 
I guess my concern about this and changes demanded now, other than the arrest of the individuals involved in specific incidents like Breonna Taylor and uh, the man in, in, I'm sorry, I forgot his name already in, um, in Wisconsin, uh, other Blake. than Jacob Blake, other yeah. than the specific arrests of those individuals, um, you know, the change that you seek, I don't know if you see the change other than policy change, but I don't know if you see the change until you live for a while under um, a new way of thinking, you know, and, and it all comes down to the point of the point of um, I don't want to say attack, but the point of those arrests or attempted arrests or, mm-hmm. you know, when when the police meet people that they are trying to arrest or apprehend or whatever and what goes down in those moments and does everybody do the right thing, you know, and, and you won't know until you get there. And it, it's so heartbreaking because Again, you don't know until you live for a while that things have changed. And clearly, you know, after everything we went through, I mean, massive protests morphing into riots in some cases, and then athletes really coming on board with these messages and messaging. And the NFL is going to do it too, by the way. Uh, it's already been determined prior to what happened with Jacob Blake. It's already going to happen in this league. You're going to see a huge change in messaging and social justice uh, acknowledgement, uh, promotion of social justice causes in the National Football League. Uh, you're going to see that, um, and it was all going to happen anyway. But I don't know where it goes from here. So, I, and I don't know how uh, you can measure that other than you know you don't have incidents like this happening. What happened with Jacob Blake? You know, and I know everybody said, well, you pick up a video in the middle and everything. I look, I don't want to get into that. I can get <laughs> yeah. into this though. I understand the outrage. I'm just wondering what leverage they, you know, the players really have in doing this. Does it have an impact? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does it have an impact? Because NFL players chimed in on Twitter. Well, NFL, you would think, would have more leverage because it's a more popular sport. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I don't know. I mean, and I don't know what can be done that's going to satisfy everybody in the short term. In the long term, I can definitely see it. But in yeah. the short term, I don't know what satisfies everybody and what 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 proves that things are going to change or have changed so i i think it's a very complex issue and i'm not trying to be politically correct here i'm just uh i'm just saying it as i see it and i i i don't i've never been pulled over for dwb you know and that's right. that's the lighter yeah. part of all this okay I, yeah. I mean that's you know but i never have every time i've been pulled over by the police i guarantee you i have deserved it Okay, (laughs) I have definitely deserved it. You know, sometimes have gone better than others for me. Uh, Sometimes a warning, but I've never, you know, and and honestly, you know, do you have fear? I I get it because I've talked to, you know, I I did a podcast with Spencer Tillman about this and he's been pulled over plenty of time near his house, you know. I have not been pulled over for DWW. Uh, I've been pulled over for speeding and maybe, you know, taking a, a liberty at a traffic light when there's nobody yeah. around, uh, that kind of thing. So, like I say, I've deserved it. And I know I'm rambling now, Johnny, but um, it's, yeah. I, I just, you know, here we are still, and, and the players are fed up. I I don't know. I have a lot of opinions on how I might handle it, but I'm not them. I, I can't, you know, you. it's hard to walk in another man's shoes. You can only imagine what it's like. You can't really, yeah. you can't put yourself there because you're not there, you know? Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting because I, I kind of thought, you know, as you were talking, you know, what, what do they, what do players, what do organizations, whatever the case might be, what do people, you know, that have been, involved in the social injustice the push as as kenny still said the other day um you know he, he oh gosh what was the term that he used the i i now i had it to my tongue and now i've just mm. I, not not the message but you know the movement the movement and you know it's the interesting because I, yeah. I think about my son and, I, and i'll explain why you know i think for a long time the players probably you know they did they stayed silent inside they were raging and I think about my son oftentimes because for a long time my son would would do some do some things and you know a lot of times it was at school and what we came to find out was he was trying to send everybody a message and that was I'm frustrated I don't know that I can truly explain it 
but I'm really, really frustrated and I need you to at least acknowledge the fact that you get the fact that I'm frustrated and at least just start asking the question of, hey, what's wrong? Is there something bothering you? Hey, come on over here and talk to me about it. And as my son has grown older, it's almost become that for him where he almost has that same messaging. Hey, dad, I'm really upset. I'm not totally sure why. Here are some of the things that are bothering me. Can I at least just talk to you? Will you, will you listen to me? Will mom listen to me? And it doesn't solve everything for him. And I often wondered, you know, why, I don't know, but he's, he's just gotten better at communicating that with us and letting us know. Well, it feels as if that's what the players are doing. They're, they're talking about it. They're saying we're angry, but the message still isn't getting through. So now they're taking it a step further. They're escalating it. You know, at first, you know, my, you know Jack might, um, you know, knock over a chair. Like, okay, that got my attention, but, you know, he knocked over a chair, you know. Not a, not a big deal. Um, but then, you know, he picked up, you know, a punching bag that had a 50-pound water base, and he threw it one time because he was really upset, and the water went all over the place. And you think, you think that got my attention? Like, yeah, it I got my attention saying. because once I was upset about the water going everywhere and I stopped, I realized he must be in such pain or such anger or something's going on to frustrate him, and he's just trying to tell me, Dad, it isn't right. Something's not right. I'm unhappy. Listen to me. And I feel like that's what the players are doing is to just say, hey, if we keep playing basketball, I mean, and Mark, I'll be honest, the basketball has been phenomenal. I watched the Jazz and the Nuggets play last night, and yeah. Jamal Murray was unbelievable. I could not take my no, eyes I really off enjoyed the it. I've, I've enjoyed it, it too, Johnny. I so love this. Good. It was yeah. so good. And you know what? When the Bucks played the Magic tonight, would have played them today, it would have been phenomenal. And we would have talked about their, their – we would have talked about their great talent and what a great game it was and what happened. Um, you know, we would have talked all day, you know, tomorrow with Sean and Seth and, and John and Landry and Wade and show or Clint, if he's back, they would talk about the greatness of the Rockets shooting threes and doing all those things. But it's, but it's the player said, listen to our message. Listen to what we are now saying, because we're now saying it louder with our actions. And to me, Maybe that, maybe it doesn't get instant. You know, there's not going to be, well, you know, overnight the cops aren't going to, you know, that cop that shot yeah. Jacob Blake isn't right. going to be put in jail. But the players are at least getting their message out there. And Mark, I will forever. The day that Kenny came in to do his interview the other day, and we've been around Kenny. We've seen Kenny. He's always got a smile. He's yeah. just. You know, he's not the most outgoing guy in the world, but he's always got a smile for everybody. He yeah. always says, hey, to everybody. He's a little bit soft-spoken. But when he sat in that chair, Mark, to do the interview, I saw him take this big, deep breath, and I knew, I knew that he was really in pain because the movement means a lot to him, and he watched another person of color gunned down by the police, and I just saw... I stopped what I, I usually do my observations, Harris hits, as those guys are talking. I just listen. And I just watched him. And you could just see it on his face and his body language. I mean, Mark, I, he was sad. He really was sad. And it just reminded me of what the players in the NBA must be going through. And he talked about, Kenny did, do I practice today? Yeah. Do I practice? Because I don't, I don't feel it. And, and the pain is just so heavy. And he said he yeah. talked to he talked to his teammates here and and they they said, Man, we feel for you and whatever you do, you do. And he said he felt the support from his teammates that he needed to be there for them and he was. But sitting and listening to him carry that message forward, I, I understood more why the Bucks and the NBA and the Brewers and the Reds made the decisions that they did today to not play. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people listening now have a lot of different opinions, okay? Opinions vary. To yep. quote Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, opinions vary. There are so many great lines in that one, like, 
pain don't hurt, but it does. Anyway, opinions vary. So opinions vary on what we're discussing right now, and I totally understand uh, that opinions vary. But here's the thing. Pain is, I mean, the feelings, feelings are there. I mean, clearly, like the NBA players wouldn't be doing this if they didn't feel strongly about it. They have they have decided to not play playoff games? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes, they have, because it hurts them that much. So no matter what your opinions are, you got to acknowledge that and then get into it a little bit on what can be done. And I, look, I know it's complex. I know it's, like you said, it's not a quick fix. It's not something you just say, all right, let's just do this. You know, people were uh, talking about Muhammad Ali today on Twitter, and you know, this is a very different deal. You know, and, and Ali, I mean, there are some tremendous videos, well, films, actually, from back then, but um, footage, if you will, of Ali and the support he got, you know, when he's with Jim Brown and Bill Russell and who uh, was Lou Alcinder there, too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't... Lou Alcinder was there as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and Ali, Ali sacrificed five years of his career because he was a conscientious objector, did not want to fight in the Vietnam War in a war that uh, he didn't believe he didn't, he didn't want to fight at all. He wasn't going right. to pick up a gun and shoot anybody. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I know people thought, well, boxer, tough guy. It, it, it's a very different thing, right? Yep. And he didn't want to do it. And he sacrificed. Can you imagine Ali with those five years of fights mm-hmm. on top of his already unbelievable career? I mean, sports-wise, this was a monumental story, and he was vilified, vilified for this. You're not going to go fight. You've been drafted. Now, at the time, the Vietnam War was a divisive issue. But later on, it's when we really learned that, you know, that was a <laughs> you weren't going to win that one. You know, that was yeah. that was unwinnable. And um, and plenty of stuff has come out. I don't need to recap that for you. Yeah. So, you know, if, if Ali's so beloved now, everybody loves Ali. Right. But at the right. time, they hated him. Not at they meaning everybody, but a lot of people, I think the majority of Americans and you know, it shows you how history changes things. So, you know, what what is history going to say about this? I really don't know, Johnny. I don't know. And, and there are a lot of things that can and should be done. I don't have the answers. I am not an expert at this stuff. I think it's really difficult to be able to be a police officer. And I think it's really unbelievably difficult to be a black American uh, when you're singled out. Okay. Now, uh you know, and again, I don't want to get into all the esoterics, not esoterics, but all the specifics here. Of course, you know, at the point of that meeting point between police and people they are trying to apprehend, things happen. And, you know, ideally, we wouldn't have unnecessary murder. I mean, as opposed to necessary murder. I mean, ideally that. But it's so much larger than that, really, with what the players are talking about. And, again, I, I don't know what's going to happen as a result of this. And I'm wondering, you know, NFL players are tweeting about it. I'm wondering if there's going to be any uh, response or any more response from the NFL. I hope the NBA has a productive meeting tonight. And, again, I, I know this is a sports show. This is a Texan show. It's a football show. But this is one of the biggest stories, as big as this year has been in sports stories uh, stories outside the playing surfaces and outside the games affecting the games this is another one man this is a huge one here today as playoff games have been missed boycotted by the actual athletes it has to be acknowledged i've never seen anything like it uh, you know mark it's interesting i when i was when i was growing up and you know go you know taking you know, my dad taught my dad taught history classes, and when I was going through high school, he was teaching American history. And I remember when we got uh, we got to eleventh grade, that's when we took American history. Well, luckily, I didn't have him because that would have been a, just a nightmare uh, to have my dad as my my teacher. Even though my dad was one whale of a teacher, I just didn't want to be in the same classroom uh, as him. But I, one of my favorite periods to study was the 60s because it was so intriguing to me like how did how did why did why did America sort of make this change in the 60s what was it all about what yeah. you know, what were the uprising what was the uprising about what was what happened in Watts in in the mid 60s what what was going on in Detroit uh in the in the late 60s and so many fronts why did this all happen yeah i mean it was like what was it i it was it was it was just such a compelling era to 
to to learn the history of and i would i would pick my dad's brain uh about it um you know why why was that because he was born uh, about 45 minutes from chicago and obviously chicago uh had its issues during the 60s as well um you know one of the the i think it was democratic convention i think that was in 68 i mean it just was such a compelling time to study i can only imagine 40 years from now when they teach american history what are they going to teach people about this particular what are they going to what are they going to teach the young people about this particular spring and summer i mean if you i mean if you go back to you know just just go back to march and COVID hits and then the sort of political i don't know making that political in some sense in some respect and then we have you know the uprisings uh social injustice uprisings as we should have the protests in the city because you know the george floyd murder and then we get into you know COVID's still not going away we've got a presidential election coming up we've got the national convention tonight and then oh by the way in our area we've got to worry about one of the most catastrophic hurricanes coming through in hitting our brothers in east texas and in southwestern louisiana oh uh yeah i mean it's I, I just I, w- I wonder what the history books are going to teach our kids about this particular time, because it's going to sound, I would think, a lot like what we were going through in the 60s, which yeah. is kind of crazy to think about that. We seemingly have made a ton of progress and all at the same time, seemingly not not uh, not made enough um, or, or not made any in some cases i, I th- see i don't know I, it's crazy but i i, I wonder think, what my grandkids will be well yeah. i have grandkids i don't know if i have grandkids what are they going to study down the road when they look back to this this year in particular well they'll study on their holograms uh and <laughs> the holograms will act out things that happen <laughs> I, I don't i mean i don't know how they're going to ingest information you know it'll be like how do you think uh, you're going to the- look as a hologram have you thought about that well, I, can can I like can I turn myself into Brad Pitt as a hologram or something could. like that? Could I do that? I mean, that? I would imagine with good CGI, you could put your head on anybody's body. I mean, yeah, that, see, I could do a lot of different things with a hologram. I, I you, might. Th- how about this? I'm going to download my brain, and then I'll just have a hologram. And look, I believe that'll happen at some point. <laughs> You'll be able to download your brain into an iPad, and then have a hologram, and you can still walk around and do stuff. But it's not going to really learn. The way a human learns, you know, it'll be a facsimile, but, you know, okay, I can hang around the you. house. What? what about calling Texans games in perpetuity? Because, oh, yeah, I could. You're right. You I could, could do, do this mm-hmm. because, well, I mean, how does Madden, the right. Madden game, get their voices calling that yeah. game? Yeah. And with AI, uh, a facsimile of me and my voice could could go on a long time, John. Oh, yeah. You know, you just program all that stuff in. I mean, every situation. It's funny you say that because as a play-by-play guy, the way I've kind of practiced things, especially in the early going of my career, is to try to, you know, remember every situation, every situation you encounter. It comes back up maybe in a different way. You know, the ball gets tipped a couple of times and ends up in this guy's hands or that guy's hands. And how did I call it that way? And, you know, there are certain things that occur, and you learn from them and you put them in your arsenal. Uh, so my arsenal, when I download my brain into an iPad, is going to be uh, pretty voluminous. I can actually live on forever this way. So we morph from the news of the day into we're going to become cyborgs, <laughs> and that's just the way it is in 2020. All right. Yeah, exactly right. It is. And it's been a pretty heavy, emotional, um, sort of stressful start to the show. And I don't know, Mark and I, we didn't mean for that to happen, but – uh, we'd like to think we can touch on worldly aspects, especially ones that do um, touch our world, the NFL world. And this one seemingly has, I mean, a number of players that have been tweeting uh, about the Bucks. I'm just looking at NFL.com article. Kenny obviously has Ty Matthew, Jamal Adams, the McCourty twins, Tyreek, Justin Jackson, Des Bryant, Jonathan Stewart, Kayvon Frazier. I mean, it, you know, they have been tweeting various things to the Milwaukee Bucks for the stance that the Bucks took today, which led to the NBA not playing uh, any playoff games. But we'll get going. We're going to start talking some football. We're going to do it with a guy in the next segment who is hugely important to this Texans team in 2020 and beyond. He was a first-round pick. In fact, he's the only first-round pick that we'll have had from years 2018 through 2021, and that's Titus Howard. And the man is good on the mic. 
So I'd like for him to play as much football as humanly possible because one day if he comes looking for my job, I may not have one because he is excellent. And he sat down with D.P. Sidhu and talked about training camp and all that goes with it and what to expect in the 2020 season. We will have that for you next right here on Texans All Access. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door by door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique Bowl Week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Public speaking. Getting stranded at sea. Gas station bathrooms. Venomous snakes. Paying too much for a bed that isn't right for you. These are the most common fears in America. That's why Mattress Firm came up with the rest assured promise. So you'll find the right bed at the right price, guaranteed. And during our Labor Day sales, save up to 50% on America's best-selling brands like Sealy and more. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations and only while supplies last. Some products only available online. Visit mattressfirm.com for details. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Standout performance and all the right moves. This is Bill O'Brien, head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about the BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe. 
With its twin power turbo technology, highly responsive handling, complimentary scheduled maintenance for three years or 36,000 miles, you'll always go for the long drive. BMW, the official luxury car of the Houston Texans. Take advantage of exceptional offers today. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details. Texans training camp news now. Inside the bubble, practice report. Day nine of Texans practice in the books. Kahali Waring, tight end, finally showing up. Two big acrobatic touchdown catches. Eric Murray with an interception off of a tipped ball. Will Fuller on the field for 11-on-11. He took John Reed, the rookie cornerback, to school with a touchdown inside the red zone. DeAndre Carter continuing to separate himself in the battle for the return position and backup slot receiver against the injured Kiki QT, who was out of practice again. Next time the Texans take the field, tomorrow night inside NRG Stadium for the big scrimmage. We're inside the bubble at Texans training camp. Ready. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Go 610. Go 610. I'm Wendy Merciless, starting outside linebacker for your Houston Texans. For the latest on your favorite team in mind, go to HoustonTexans.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. John Harris and Mark Vandermeer. And just as we talked about throughout this show, the one thing we have has been on all of our minds in this area for a long time, and it looks as if the Houston area may escape major uh, damage due to Hurricane Laura, but we know that our, our brethren in East Texas and southwestern Louisiana are going to get hit extremely, extremely hard tonight. Uh, and so our thoughts are with all of those Texans fans and all of those people, you know what, even if they're Saints or Cowboys fans, uh, that they will somehow in some way, shape, or form, Laura will not have the impact uh, that unfortunately we're, we're assuming it's going to have. But our thoughts are with all of them. There's no doubt with that. Okay, let's get back into the show. And a guy that joined the team last year, first-round rookie, and will be the only first-rounder from 2018 through 2021, and now is Titus Howard. He made a major impact on his team in the eight games that he played, and he will make a huge impact for this team for as long as he is here. He has manned that right tackle position, and he is a future star, both on the field and off the field, especially when he gets in front of the microphone and the camera. And D.P. Sidhu had a chance to catch him in front of both the camera and the mic. You're just going to hear the mic part. Here's Titus Howard, D.P. Sidhu. In training camp year two, when you think about where you were this time last year, what do you remember most? I remember, you know, trying to learn as much as I can, being worried about being hot because I was getting used to the Houston weather. Uh, There was a lot of stuff going through my mind at the time because I was trying to catch up with all the other guys. And then between that and this year, you know, I'm I'm, I'm settled in. Uh, I feel like I knew a lot more, so I'm more patient. Uh, I feel like I'm at home, so I feel pretty good going to year two. Do you and Max Sharping ever sit back and just talk about your rookie season? I mean, you guys were just sort of thrown into the mix and you both end up being starters on this offensive line, but did you have a sort of welcome to the NFL moment last year that you sort of look back and think, yeah, we're definitely playing in the NFL now? Yeah, uh, we talk, we actually talk about our rookie season a lot because, I mean, we had a lot of good moments uh, last season, a lot of fun. You know, our welcome to the uh, NFL moments was I, I ain't no starting a game before he did and that next week after that, then I moved me to tackle, and he, you know, replacing me at guard. And, like, we looked at each other and was like, yeah, we got to, you know, we ready. It's, it's our time to take over, you know, to help this offensive line be the best it can be. And, you know, going looking back from that, you know, we made progress last year, and we're only looking to get better this year. Yeah, everyone's talking about the chemistry that that O-line has had because the starting five of you are returning back for a second year, something we haven't seen here with the Texans uh, for quite some time when you, when you think about the chemistry that you've developed, I know Deshaun Watson said that this O-line unit just sort of moves as a group. You guys are so in sync both on and off the field. What's been the key to developing that chemistry to the point where you guys are moving so much in sync right now? I, just, I think it starts with the leaders that we, got, we have and uh, Nick, you know, Laramie and Zach, you know, those guys, you know, look, you know, they look, always look to help me and Max when we out there. They talk a lot. You know, so those guys have been great vets for, you know, us guys who come into our second year. And by us, you know, getting been, being here for the second year and all us coming back, you know, that chemistry between us, you know, it's, it's natural now, you know. So we can only, you know, improve on what we started last year. And I feel like we have something special coming. 
Well, you've had a busy off season yourself. A lot's changed for you since last year. Uh, you went through rehab for your injury. You got married. You've got a baby on the way. So let's let's start with that. Let's start with your off season. First of all, how are you feeling? How did the rehab go? What were those early days and weeks and months of the off season like for you? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good now. You know, I've been consistently, you know, still still going in the training room trying to, you know, help myself prevent from having future injuries. But uh, the off season was a grind. You know, waking up uh, every day. You know, everybody else can do whatever they want to do in the off season, but I had to come in every day and work because I know I had to get back on the field versus, you know, getting ready for my win, had to go, you know, help my wife plan, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, we have the win. Uh, then after the win, we ended up going on a honeymoon, went to Bali, stayed in Bali for two weeks, uh, find out she was, you know, pregnant, we having a baby. So we had to prepare for that. Also had to get back in shape, you know, play to get ready to play football. And I was still rehabbing at the time. And, so I just had, you know, just tone in the things that really matter to me and which that was my family and football. So I had to balance those two. And, you know, it ended up, you know, being good for me. I feel good now. I'm ready to play. And uh, I'm just excited about this, this year coming up. Yeah. In the middle of all of it, there was a pandemic going on, too. So now right. you're back. The COVID-19, I know a lot has changed. And a lot of players have talked about what sort of went into the decision to come back. How do you feel about all the measures that are in place? I know you've got a pregnant wife at home, a baby on the way. What was that decision like for you and, and what sort of has gone into your, your mindset with everything going on surrounding the pandemic? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it, I mean, a lot of people don't understand. It was really hard to prepare for this season, you know, with all the COVID-19 you know, stuff going because, like, all gyms was closing down. Then no one know how to, you know, react to it. It just came out of nowhere. So um, I think this season can be a testament to uh, how hard all the players have worked this you know, this offseason, this preseason, you know, to get ready for the season. And for me, the decision, I mean, it wasn't really too much. It wasn't really hard for me because me and my wife, you know, we had been talking about it the whole time. And by us communicating, she knowing my love for football and my love for my family, uh, it was easy for us to make that decision, knowing that the Texans had made all the, the, the stuff they did to make the, the building safe because I was in here every day. So I was seeing all the change going on how to, you know, making the building, you know, better for us, you know, be able to quarantine, not quarantine, but stay socially distanced from each other and stay clean. So after me and her seeing all that stuff, I felt comfortable coming in every day. So the decision to me come play football was easy because my teammates like my family too. And I didn't want to let them down by sitting out. And, and you have such a big challenge coming up in week one, playing at Kansas City. You're a little bit familiar with this team. You played there last year, obviously not in the playoffs. You were already on injured reserve, but you've prepared for this team before. So, you know, what is that like facing a team that you've seen before? Does it make it a little bit easier? They are the Super Bowl defending champs, so it is a big challenge. But what sort of advice can you give maybe some of the younger guys on the team that haven't had the, the luxury of a preseason game or, or seeing some of the NFL action yet? Probably the biggest thing is, I mean, study your opponents because every game is not the same. Every outcome is not the same. We beat Kansas City early on in the season, played them later in the playoffs, 0-24-0, uh, and I'm losing that game. So the game is never over when you think it is with the type of players that's in this league. And my biggest thing is now is uh, to study more, study the team, study the players I'm going against, try to learn as much as I can. So when I'm out there on the field and I see just the slightest thing, I already know what I can do to counter that, you know. So that's my biggest point is like jumping from, you know, a rookie to a second year player is just studying film. And um, so each and every day after practice, I stay with LT and a couple other guys. And we, um, we watch just your film, you know, just to help me, you know, tune in to like what can make me a better player this year. Yeah. And you were named to the all uh, pro football writers of America, all rookie team last year. So heading into year two, is that really what you want to get better at is, is um, just your preparation of the game? I know you've talked about pass protection as well and, and run blocking. There's so much that you, you're asked to do on the field, but is there any one particular area that you, you really want to get better at or, or something that you felt that you did well last year that you could build upon? Yeah, um, I feel like I did pretty good in run. I feel like I did uh, okay in the pass protection, but I feel like I want to get better in all of them. I want to become a complete player that uh, you can – I can pass, protect all day, run the ball behind me. Uh, I want to be able to do it all. And I just, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to just be, you know, an average player. I want to be one of the best. So my goal is to, you know, 
work on my pass and work on my run and also study uh, more, uh, just, you know, be a, you know, a student of the game. I just want to become one of the best, you know, tackles it is to play. So that's my goal. And that's what I'm shooting for this season to be one of the best and help my team be the best team we can be. Well, I asked your teammate, Nick Martin, to do a word association with me. And when we got to your name, he said that uh, the word that came to his mind was funny, that you were the funniest guy on the O-line. So, you know, now I got to play this game with you because I got to know what you're going to say about your teammates. So let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a teammate's name and you got to give me one word. The first word that comes to your mind when you hear their name. Okay. okay. Ready? It's going to be your O-line. So it should be easy. You know them. Uh, Laramie Tunsil. Chill. Max Sharping. Robot. <laughs> So Nick said Dwight Schrute. Is that similar? He's just yeah. He's like Max is one of his like most the smartest guys I know. So I like he's smart like a like oh, a robot. smart like a robot. Okay, I got you. All right, Nick Martin. Uh, Nick Martin is Nick Martin. <laughs> I don't even know what to say for Nick. Like Nick is such a you know uh, a happy guy all the time. He he called himself simple, but I agree with you. He is a happy guy. Uh, Zach. Say, that's the granddad of the group. Hmm. Yeah. Veteran guy, granddad. Okay. And last but not least, Titus. I would say I'm the funny guy of the group. <laughs> you I, would agree I, with I, it. I get the laughs going. <laughs> Everyone needs some laughs in that room. Good for you. You are, you can't be serious all the time. You got to have like a little fun to get everybody a day going. Yeah. And you got to have a laugh, especially on a day like today, as hard as it is, I think sometimes it ends up being the best medicine. Okay, when we get back, we're going to go around the league. And is there a monumental coronavirus test on its way to the general public? Mark and I will talk about all of that next right here on Texans All Access. I'm Bill O'Brien, and you're listening to Texans Radio. For all the latest news and videos on our favorite team, check out HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right. Network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Q2 2020. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Texans training camp news now. Inside the bubble practice report. Day nine of Texans practice in the books. Kahali wearing tight end finally showing up. Two big acrobatic touchdown catches. Eric Murray with an interception off of a tipped ball. Will Fuller on the field for 11 on 11. He took John Reed, the rookie cornerback, to school with a touchdown inside the red zone. DeAndre Carter continuing to separate himself in the battle for the return position and backup slot receiver against the injured Kiki QT, who was out of practice again. Next time the Texans take the field, tomorrow night inside NRG Stadium for the big scrimmage. We are inside the bubble at Texans training camp. Ready! Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff. Caught by Dykin. 
They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dyken is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. More Texans Radio is on the way. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. <laughs> Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that, and each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. This is Justin Reed. And this is picked off by Reed. And he's going to score. And you're listening to Texans Radio. He is 2-0. Justin Reed having a really good training camp. You know who's also had a really good training camp? Who? John Harrison, Mark Vandermeer, because we have been doing training camp live since Friday the 14th. And tomorrow morning, Obviously, Hurricane Laura permitting, which hopefully that will happen. Mark and I will be on the air from 8 to 10 for our final training camp live show of 2020. Mark, I got to admit, it makes me a little sad. I, I'm sad too, Johnny. And, it makes me a little sad. You know, sad. usually the last day of our two-hour block in the morning that we occupy for 10 consecutive business days of training camp, usually that last show is we're getting on a plane to go to the first preseason game. Yes. Or, uh, you know, we're at home for the first preseason game right. or whatever. But right. not so this year. You know, we have the scrimmage tomorrow night, weather permitting. But, it, yeah, it feels a little sad because we're putting it all down for two weeks. Uh, we'll still be on in the evening. But I've really enjoyed these shows with you. I always do, my friend, and it's yep. fun. And, um, and it just means football's right here. You know, it's right in the crosshairs. And I just can't wait till we get to the games two weeks from tomorrow. I used to listen to training camp a lot before I jumped on with you, and I was like, <laughs> man, that would be so much fun. And now this is my seventh season of doing it, and it's exactly what I thought it was. And then some – Mark, this this day has just been – it's almost indescribable. Well, about 30 minutes ago, maybe a little bit longer ago, but about, about an hour ago, I saw this pop up from Jim Cramer. And okay. he's <laughs> – you mean he Mad is, Money or whatever? Yeah, his name? yeah Mad right. Money, and I was like, "All right." I saw this. And I went, "Okay, don't don't do this because don't get my hopes up about anything right now." And he said, "Bingo, Abbott 
with the Game Changer, a 15-minute test ready next week, $5. I think it's the real deal because it's 98% accurate and it is ready and scaled by the millions. And then he said, think pregnancy test. And he said, time to travel again, question mark? Because I'm like, okay, he, is he just – is this just mad money like, hey, this is a stock I got for you? know, he's just you know, doing his Jim Cramer right. thing. Well, then I saw an article that came out from Bloomberg, and it said exactly what he said. There is a now a, a new 15-minute COVID test from Abbott Laboratories priced at just $5. Abbott will start shipping the test within two weeks and intends to manufacture 50 million tests a month by the end of October. The aim, meet a surge in demand for Americans seeking to return to in-person school rooms and work. I, I, Mark, I have no idea, good, bad, or otherwise on this. I mean, I just have tried to follow whatever protocols have come our way. But apparently this thing is, they're, the, the actual proc they're calling it is Binax, B-I-N-A-X, now. It's 97.1% sensitive and 98.5% specific. I don't know if game changer is the right word. I guess I'll just kind of, you know, there's been so much talk about certain things that are out there um, or why not there? Why aren't they out there? Are we going to get a vaccine? Are we going to get, so I don't know totally how to feel about this, but right. I sort of, I mean, just people that are tweeting about it are like, Hey, is this it? I mean, I'm kind of the same vein. Like, is this it? Is this, is this the one? Is this what we've been looking for? At least from a testing Yes. perspective is this the yeah. thing we're looking for I, I don't know but it kind of got me encouraged especially on a day like today mark where there's not a ton of encouraging stuff it just seemed odd that it would come out today that we'd find information that maybe there's a test that we could be looking at in the future right and i think you know when i said yes i was talking about yes from a, a testing standpoint this could yes. be it yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously vaccine or some other you know, can you imagine if we find out, you know, if you have Jif creamy peanut butter, the coronavirus <laughs> goes away. Like, that would be awesome if we found some household cure to it. I mean, I take a lot of a lot of vitamin D and vitamin C, and that tends to keep yeah. the common cold away, but uh, I, won't, I don't want to get into that right now. Uh, there's another company called, I don't know if I'll pronounce it correctly, but Fluidime, and uh-huh. they have a saliva test, and they also got emergency FDA approval yep. for their test. Johnny, Fluidime stock. Let's go Jim Cramer here. Fluidime, oh, yeah. right, can you believe this? On March 19th, right as the epidemic was taking hold, the stock was $1.38. Now it's $11.43. All right, so it's basically 10 times its value that it was March 19th. This emergency FDA approval has skyrocketed it, and I wish I bought it back on March 19th, but who knew? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. well, that's what they said here. Uh, Abbott shares were up, because this is from Bloomberg, same thing you just said. Abbott shares were up 3.7% to $106.96 in late trading in New York. Through Wednesday's close, the stock had climbed 19% so far this year. And if this thing is the right thing, Abbott Laboratories is going to go through the roof. So I guess I just gave you a tip if you were listening to Texans all after, <laughs> I suppose. But don't, don't blame me, though, if it doesn't work. I mean, this is all Jim yeah. Kramer's fault. You know, mad money course. guy. I mean, of course. Know, so, so, so Look, he's been wrong. Me. He's been wrong about a lot of stuff. Didn't oh, he take a course. bath in 2008 and credibility? Look, by the way, Johnny, talking about people who are in sports broadcasting but know a thing or two about financial stuff, I'm certainly not one of these people. But I did call bottom after the meltdown of the financial, the mortgage crisis, yeah, when, yeah. when the Dow hit 6,500, I said, all right, that's it. This is bottom. I have witnesses. And it was. I was correct yeah. on that. Well, actually, if you're to believe the, mo- the movie The Big Short, it actually, mm-hmm. you know, the tip-off was of the uh, adult dancers, apparently, that had like five different houses. According to The Big Short, <laughs> according to the movie, that's... Yeah. They, they, they were, were the amalgams. Really, yeah, they, they kind of they tipped off everybody. I love that movie. I watched that movie it's again really just good. like a few weeks ago, and I, I recommend it to everybody right now because it shows you government. Eh, uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a really good movie. I mean, it's a it's great, really good, great movie. Um, uh, Christian Bale plays one of the kind of uh, oh my genius gosh. genius types. Um, who is he, just dialed he's got in. issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he kind of reminded, reminded me of my son in some ways, the way that he would kind of figure things out and how he went about figuring them Does out. Does your son crank heavy metal music while trying to solve problems? Techno. Oh, Techno. really? 
because he can't he can't have words in it. He doesn't he can't have the words. Oh. But if he has tech, the techno helps him because it's just the beat, the rhythm. It just kind of gets really. Him going. But the words, the words throw him off. So he can't it, it can't have words. So that's why he he'll listen to techno or classical, mainly techno. Which I know people mm-hmm. are like techno music, but for him, it's it's perfect. Well, he, he loves, loves it. That that's how he sort of un he sort of unclogs his brain and undoes his wires, um, mm-hmm. and that's really what what gets him to do it. It's it's kind of fascinating in some sense because I've put I've heard him come in. And I'm like, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, I'm listening to like some OEM or some techno. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, I can't <laughs> have words in it, Dad, but the music really helps. I'm like. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. In a world that doesn't make a ton of sense, he actually makes more sense to me now than maybe he ever has in his life. So, you know, maybe if we've learned anything uh, today, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's my, my lesson uh, for the day. There's no doubt. Mark, you're the best. We'll be back tomorrow, 8 o'clock in the morning, 8 to 10, our last training camp live show. Scrimmage tomorrow at NRG. Obviously, weather permitting, and hopefully everything mm-hmm. will be okay here. To all of you in uh, southeast Texas, to all of you in South Le- southwest Louisiana that are in the way of Hurricane Laura, uh, Godspeed to all of you, and please stay safe. Hopefully, you've heeded the warning and gotten out. Uh, but we, we love all of you. Take care. We will see you tomorrow bright and early. Jake, thanks. You're the best, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands, like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. The Houston Texans and Amog Bank have teamed up to present the Small Business Boost. This program supports small businesses with $5,000 and Texans promotional assets. The first winner is Three Brothers Bakery, founded in 1949. And now with three locations in Houston, it has survived natural disasters, a pandemic, and stands on the shoulders of Holocaust survivors. Through this challenging time, they have continued to support their team and help other small businesses. For more info and to nominate a small business, visit HoustonTexans.com slash Business Boost. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. 
Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To to learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just $24,575. Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. I'm Cynthia Nunez-Colbert, President and CEO of Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. This is our story. Prior to February, Catholic Charities was doing our normal business. I can tell you, every day I know, we make a difference. But then came March. We were wondering how we'd make it. We had to look carefully at our budget, at our resources, and thankfully applied for a PPP loan. I'll tell you, it's made all the difference. Thank you, Amogee Bank. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Love getting prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. Detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique Bowl Week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. 